0: Good morning, Uh, this is Tony Maiden, and I'm at my home in Prairie Village. It's been many years since I um, recorded the Norman Grubb Summit Living Daily Selected Readings. The last time I did so, I was in my old house uh, in the porch in uh, Overland Park. And uh, I started recording and sharing these um, Norman's um, Select Readings that's put together by uh, one of his colleagues, uh, Stuart Dinnan. And this was published in Christian Literature Crusade uh, many, many years ago. I think looking at the publication date here, it's 1985. Anyway, um, like many people... Uh, audio and taking things in through audio and listening, audible books and the like, I found myself, um, with my British accent, recording uh, these um, daily selected readings and uh, listening to them again myself while I was driving my car and then sharing them also on, uh, back then, it was Com. That site actually has been up and around for uh, since 2007, and uh, I think we had about 400 recordings uploaded there. It was a mixture of the um, digitized earlier recordings from Norman and many other speakers at the Louisville Reunion, uh, which is uh, Louisville, Kentucky. There's a uh, there used to be an annual tent meeting in the backyards of uh, the Warren family and the Bunting family. And I started going there in 2007. Um, because I wanted her to not learn, but I wanted to know this intimate union that we share with the Lord in uh, John 17. Um, Anyway, I met uh, Dee Dee Winter online back then, and she encouraged me to attend that reunion meeting. I think that was the same year my father had passed away, and... um, and also I was uh, working with Heartland International Ministries for the first time. And I remember going to Central America uh, with Fred and Tony Reyes. And, uh, and, and Fred was uh, a little concerned that I was listening to audio recordings at the time and uh, suggested my focus and attention should be on the immediate ministry at hand with the uh, hispanic community and sharing the gospel there Uh, but um, suffice to say i was just drawn in the spirit to the tent meeting i wanted to go i wanted to understand and know uh, what union what this oneness with the father and the son the spirit was And I said, not to know it intellectually, but to know deep down in my spirit. And so I went to the tent meeting and I I received a welcome, a warm welcome um, by everybody there with many people hugged me. And uh, I've I've formed long lasting relationships and friendships with people from that community. And uh, and so Norman uh, was in that community and they started having tent meetings in about 1975, I believe. Um, people would sort of gather at Norman's feet and and understand what he was sharing. And it isn't just the regular gospel. Often the gospel that we hear and take for granted so much day in, day out um, is uh, It's not really the gospel at all in many cases. Um, And uh, there's a lot uh, that uh, I used to accept when hearing the gospel. That was what everybody around me was doing. You know, going to church, reading the Bible, singing songs, trying hard for Jesus, working... Uh, working to do things to sort of please Jesus in a way and um, anyway that goes back a bit further but not necessary at this time again suffice to say uh, really it was uh, completely um, liberating to know that I never had to try and that uh, the Lord I am one with the Lord and he is one in me and so I just uh, sort of do the, the next thing. But there's, uh, in my own life, there is themes of next things that are persistent. And one of them is, is what I'm doing right now. At five minutes and 30 seconds into this recording, I'm recording. I started recording, I've always been someone who likes to listen uh, to, uh, I used to listen to tape cassettes when I was in England. Um, motivational speakers and the like, to encourage me to be the the best I could be. And then I used to listen to audio books in the workplace um, in like team meetings and use books as a way to encourage people to follow a particular line of thinking as an effective manager or leader in the workplace, like coaching and development. So I'd started listening to audio cassettes and then when I came to America in 2001, I bought my first little USB plug-in voice recorder. And, um, and I used to record my own experiences, but I would give the voice recorders to missionaries who could use it in the field to capture the sounds and voices of their work. And so recording has always been with me and I've always been recording either with a, a separate voice recorder so I could hear it again myself and then others may benefit from hearing also. I was thinking uh, last night before I went to sleep, I just dipped into Facebook and noticed a testimony from a lady called Tammy, who was sharing about how the Lord had completely transformed her life. And I'm recalling it for you now because the verse right at the end was Revelations 12 and 12 or 9 and 12. It says, We've overcome the evil one with the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And so our testimonies are often in written forms, but audio forms today have an ease of transportation through podcasts. And uh, so back in coming back around in 2007 after I'd been to the tent meet in Louisville, Kentucky, I, um, offered to capture and upload the recordings from there. And, um, and I did so for many years that I continued to attend. And, uh, and those audio recordings at com are still there. But I'd, um, um, I think we've had about 280,000 downloads since 2007. So what's that? That's 15 years No advertising. The reason I say that is not necessarily to celebrate, oh, look at me, look what I've done. But by following the spirit of God within me and my propensity towards audio recordings, God somehow has directed... A download for the benefit of others 280,000 recordings and at first those recordings went out in america but uh, eventually they went out all around the world so the the wonderful testimonies and stories from the tent meeting are now all over the place and uh, so the work i'm carrying on now is a continuation of that work then and the glory, it's not for my glory, it's for his glory. And the reason I want to finish these up, I'm just compelled to do so. Much like Dee Dee Winter, hi if you hear this, um, when she uh, felt compelled by the Spirit many years ago, must have been 25 years ago, I think she said, um, to uh, sort of... Take Norman's talks, which, like myself, been a British person, Norman's had these very, very long sentences. And uh, so Dee set about transcribing or uh, having his letters uh, published in books, and then also his impossibly long sentences broken down um, and into books. And uh, I think she just finished the last of those, which was um, Heart Set Free is the last book, which is the New Testament letters. The Old Testament Journeys of Faith, Their Lives and Our Lives is the Old Testament letters. It isn't all of them, but it's many of them. And, um, and there's other books as well. But, but a t- small team of people Listen to Norman's talks and then transcribed. I, was, I did one, I think Gideon, I think it was, uh, back in the Old Testament. But, again, what I'm saying here is that um, there's a body of work here, and Norman's mission was to help the body of Christ, and his commission, his last intercession, was to help the body of Christ know who they really are. And who are we really, but Christ in our own form, Christ as Tony, who is speaking right now. You know, um, And there's many other things as well, which come out in these books. And so they're like a journey of experiences. And I'm compelled to read these letters. Now, are they as, let's say, advanced? I don't want to use that word necessarily, but... This is from Norman's earlier works. I can see here at the bottom of the page references the book, Who Am I? And the, on the one I'm gonna read here for September 1st is God Unlimited. And then September the second is The Liberating Secret. So there are many of um, Norman's books contained within these daily letters. And, uh, and this is where I sort of came on to reading about Norman's life and his purposes and his intercession and why I went to the tent meetings, because it wasn't one preacher getting up and preaching to people all weekend long. It was people like myself and yourself getting up and sharing how God has been working in their lives and uh, and their wonderful stories. And it's our testimonies, our stories that, uh, that overcome and um, so, I think that's really it at this point. It's been a while since I've recorded. Anyways, I suppose it's the introduction to why I'm carrying on. And uh, that website, com. when I started it in 2007, it had a lot of bells and whistles and features, and it was a lot more functional in so much as for the investments I was making in the, the uh, hosting. Uh, now, for our investment, there's a lot less features and benefits in so much as I can't have access to the data any longer. They've made that a payable feature for an upper plan. But, and I do want to include this in this introduction, many years passed by between 2007 and now, which is 2022. I've had many experiences with the Lord, including a period of time where I laid hands on the sick and people were healed. That was around 2015 or 16. And uh, so I had a period of time where. I took Jesus at face value, even though um, I'm one with the Lord, one with the Father. Um, I had a period of time where I took Jesus at face value and I laid hands on the sick and they were healed. And the ministries I went to to learn those things um, are still in existence and they're doing wonderful great works around the world. But as Paul said at one time, something like, uh, if those things are not done in love and those things somehow pass by or something like that, so don't, you can, anyway, but I'm, I'm not sure exactly, I do know in my spirit what but my words are not adequate to explain, I suppose. Um. Why am i saying those things i i sensed that i was coming out of the my what i took for granted in in norman and the christ as us community and uh, really um and went to see what was going on in these other christian communities and i listened to a community uh, but they were always around um the devil evil spirits laying on hands healing and, and the like in that community you say and uh, they're you know they're, they're part of the body of christ not they are evil or anything like that they're just a different branch of christianity so we call it that at this point and um but i did have an experience and i'm not really you know we don't necessarily experientially know Jesus inside of us. Jesus doesn't like, you know, knock on the inside of us with a, a fork and say, "Hey, I'm here." It doesn't it doesn't work like that? And uh, as David Heiser would say, you can't, you know, you don't feel Jesus's presence in a in a, um, in a touchy sort of way. It's faith. It's all faith. Um, But uh, through that period, um, I had an experience in my car where I knew in an instant that Jesus loved me. Not like Jesus loves everybody, he loves me. And I had some experiential sensation where I felt flooded with love. I can't explain it, it just felt like, as I explained at the time, filled with liquid love from head to toe. And I knew the Father loved me, Tony Maiden. And I knew in a split second how Jesus got to the cross. Anyway, my point in reciting those things now is that after that time, I had, and still do to this day, ease, absolute ease, when it came to doing things I didn't like to do originally before these experiences took place. I've always found it hard to, to love on my stepdaughter Natalie and to do chores around the house and things like that. Um, I read that book, uh, Brother Lawrence or something like that. It was about the guy in the kitchen, the cook in the kitchen, and the ease and the flow of the spirit within us. And I found it hard to love my stepdaughter Natalie and do the chores in the house. But since that day it was August twenty eighteen. No not twenty eighteen. Twenty fifteen. It was August twenty fifteen. There's been an ease in doing everything. I've just done the next thing and uh and doing the dishes and cleaning the kitchen and things like that it's it's uh it's like i'm in the spirit and just time passes by with ease and ease and uh so the busyness of life has gone away but there are things that i feel pressed by the spirit to do anyway so why am i saying these things again we're now at 18 minutes Going back to these recordings and I said ChristSaysUs.podbean.com was where we put all the recordings for, the recordings from Norman and of course during that time that I was somewhere else with the laying on the hands folks and the healing the sick, um, I think the Christ us folks thought I was a bit off, off on a tangent. Well, that's okay. The spirit—we can trust the spirit completely to bring us back to where we need to be. Anyway, um, I did have uh, a long dream and vision over the course of three days in 2019, and uh, back in December 2018, I have a strong impression that the Lord was sort of pressing me into doing a podcast called Sound Spirit Radio where I was to be initially a host interviewing guests who would share their favorite music and the journey they went on emotionally with the re- the replaying of their favorite music. And uh, it would be a, like a talk style, you know, interview style where we'd play bits of music. And uh, I remember writing that up from that vision in December 2018. And uh, it's now 2022 and it's four years later and I still haven't started doing it. But in my spirit, back in April this year, April 2022, I was talking to Dee Winter again and mentioned to her that I still feel pressed by the Spirit to make audio versions of Old Testament Journeys of Faith In fact, make audio versions for all of Norman's stuff. Uh, Norman's books, Norman's writings. Uh, Books are a great medium, but what if you're in a place where you can't get a book? Audio is so easy to pass on a a, uh, podcast channel on the internet. A book can be sent electronically by PDF, of course. But But a lot of people depend on audio books nowadays, and I'm one of those persons. So I like to hear things. Oral Learners, I believe were called. And so uh, the podcasts can go out very much like the 280,000 downloads for about 400 recordings. So if we could put these, these books down, this Old Testament Journeys of Faith and God Unlimited and Summit Living and Who Am I and all of that in audio. Okay, yeah, I may not be a professional narrator but I do have a pretty clear voice, and that's why I record, for my own benefit, and then if others benefit too, that's wonderful, of course, we're there for the needs of others, you know? So, um, so the sound Spirit radio was around music, and I felt the Lord say to me, who do you think writes all the music? Independent human beings? if we don't accept that really independent we're only we're either in the light or in the darkness and the evil one can't see the light at all so uh, so I just got a sense that behind every person is it's like every person is a string in God's harp and he has a song for them to play and Norman had a one, you know, he played the same song and I'm playing the same song, but in a slightly different way. But God, God has all tuned up the way he wants us to be tuned in order to fulfill his plan from the foundation of the world. So uh, Sound Spirit Radio was born December 2018 and I sense this April that we should mash together Sound Spirit Radio and ChristDoesUs.podbean.com The ChristAsUs.com website isn't mine to own, it's uh, Linda Bunting and um, Harriet Warren, and the normangrub.com website uh, is sort of managed by Dee Dee Winter, but they both accomplish the same things. It's to help uh, humans, people, come into the knowledge of who they really are. Galatians 2.20, Colossians one twenty seven. Christ has us, the hope of glory. Anyway, we're now at 23 minutes. So that vision for the podcast was come out December 2018, hasn't really got launched yet. But I did start an Anchor account, and it was about a week or two ago that I exported all the content out of com and moved it over to Sound Spirit Radio on the Anchor.fm platform. Now Anchor started a couple of years ago as a podcast, an easy an easy podcast process. When I did podcast a long time ago, it was quite a cumbersome process, but Anchor makes it easy. And Anchor Now has been purchased by Spotify, which is based out of Europe. And they uh, they they uh, put the podbean or they put the uh, the anchor content through their Spotify platform, and they're doing a lot of good work uh, to make it easier on creators like myself to um, get their work out there. And what I like about it is one thing I was waiting on with the original concept back in December was music licensing. If you're a podcaster and you're somebody like the BBC and and a good model for me for this podcast is Desert Island Discs. If you've heard of that from the BBC, it's been going for a long time. A host uh, invites a celebrity and they come to the desert, virtual desert island with a couple of songs and a book perhaps. And uh, you get, so it's like that that's what soundsprit radio is supposed to be a mashup of desert island discs along with npr story Corps, where you've often got um a couple of guests in uh, like a private recording studio maybe like a coffee shop when i still want to do that at homer's and um that's homer's coffee house in my community it'd be great to capture the stories People's lives there in a little recording booth. But it's a bit like those two things, along with some sort of top of the pops. But the real challenge to me was always how do I um, play the music without violating any copyright restrictions? And now the Anchor platform has made that possible through its partnership with Spotify. I can now include within the segments of the podcast through the Anchor app, I can include either a short segment or the whole song in the podcast. So now, thank you, Lord. Wonderful. Now I don't have to worry about copyright. I can just include that within my podcast recordings on my phone. So this segment here now is 26 minutes long. And either side of it, you might hear a few bells and dings and things like that. And uh, I remember in the little sample I was recording uh, a couple of days ago to make sure I knew how that feature worked, the, ins- the adding of the music. Um, there was a song by the name of Odyssey called Go Back to My Roots. It was a song I heard in, in my childhood in the 70s. And, uh, and so you'll hear this recording going out, this sort of update um a blend of sounds a bit radio and, and these um summit living daily select readings oh why mash them together well there's been too much separation if the right thing i have a little motto i say to myself if you look down at the ground you've got lots and lots and lots of roots all right of a tree or uh, the the deconstruction, all the details of, you know, all the segmentation, all the um, varieties. You look down. There's lots of different uh, elements, and we you know, we we separate and judge one another by those differences. And I said, well, if you look the other way and look up, what do you see in the sky besides the clouds? You see one sun, one sun in the sky. We can all agree on that one sun, right? There's not... How many suns are in the world? Only one sun, right? So if we can all agree there's one sun in the sky, maybe we should look the other way around. So um, the Sound Spirit Radio is going to be mashed in with these Daily selector readings. And that's who I am and who he's wired me to be. So... Uh, I'm not sure how often we'll publish the uh the, the radio portion it's probably going to be once a week maybe once every two weeks i don't know it depends how often people come and volunteer to do interviews i have already lined up some guests and there are pe- all kinds of musicians uh, There's musicians but but um i'm working on like the musicians and composers and things like that i've, I've got a guy in germany frank steiner jr who's who in concept degrees, but would like a German translator. So Lord, as you hear this, as this goes out, please please um, send me somebody who can translate for Frank Steiner Jr. during the interview so that that um, can be made possible. Frank is a wonderful composer, and uh, I first heard his music in uh, the Chinese restaurants in Overland Park when uh, many years ago. It's um, I Ching Symphony. And Frank's, if you read something about Frank's story, Frank wanted to compose music that didn't fit into the traditional genres. And that's what that's what makes things challenging for people who don't f- want to fit into a traditional genre. His music didn't really, it wasn't really new age to him. It was something else, although it's probably where musicians have put it. But um it's unique and um and we want to be and be fully expressive as unique people and so uh anyway he's a wonderful composer i've got all of his albums even his last one natura that was released i think last year wonderful music and um And so he's agreed. And then there's also uh, a couple of uh, jazz musicians. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. But the point is, I've taken that vision, I've written it down, and I've rewritten it down like three or four times. And I'm following it. I'm following the plan of guidance I was given. And that music and lyrics element of that is almost like male and female. I was thinking about Shannon the other day uh, Shannon, my wife Shannon, I remember often the year a track came out, the artist's name, and the, the music, and she knows the words but doesn't know those other things. So it's like we complement one another, and I kind of somehow feel like uh, the music and lyrics. Um, that came out in that three-day vision in 2019 and that relates to the podcast so I don't know how all the bits fit together yet uh, but I am gonna go, I'm doing, going to go ahead and do it anyway so the podcast the music stuff the music the music podcast episode will come out probably once a week and the daily selected readings might come out once a week and I'll just drop seven days in one go which is what I'll probably do so anyway so it's exciting times and um this is the first time I've been outside and actually got on with doing a recording. I've been telling Shannon I'll be doing it soon, I'll be doing it soon. I've never really got into my office to do it. Um but this year is also another year for me in so much as I'm finally acknowledged my gift not my gift, as I possess it, as I did it, but God did it in and through me. It's always been somebody who takes photographs. My next door neighbor, Brian, um, showed me how to use a camera in 1980. And uh, a guy by the name of Andy Mallins in England started his photo business, uh, sharing his photography. And he's been a great encouragement to me. Especially this year, and last year, Shannon and I started our brand called Maiden Love Design, which is a like an umbrella brand. Shannon has made leather earrings for many years, and I'd started making 3D printed snowflakes and things. And we've partnered with Pollard Media Company. Pollard, Shannon's last name before she got married, is Pollard, and uh, Trent Pollard has Pollard Media Company do real estate photography and marketing in uh, katusa oklahoma and so i'm partnering with trent to start our photography business in kansas city or an extension of his business in kansas city and i've been trying to do that since about april and shannon by the grace of god has given me the time to get my drone license april 1st and then also to um, start shooting people's homes and while I haven't got any paid jobs at this point, I have shot maybe 10, 12 friends' homes, and I've uh, been doing uh, drone video, drone photography, and just getting my name out there. So I've ac- acknowledged this year is the first year in, since 1980. So what's that? 42 years that I'm, I feel good enough. Of course, I've always been good enough, but often as photographers, are very critical. Of ourselves so it's the first year I've kind of acknowledged that and got going with it and so that's another theme that the I always felt like I was going kind of like ignoring that blessing of the gift of photography and recording and capturing and almost being a historian of my own journey I remember back in 2015 I felt the Lord say to me just share your story on a blog or a website whatever you want to call it Just tell your story, and all the audio, and all the audio, and all the little audio recordings like the one you're recording right now. Share those. Just be open and transparent, and share things on that site. And I had done that from 2015 to 2019, but then I took the site down in 2019. I wish I'd kept many of the stories, but I just felt strong. Thing I should take it away. I think at the time I was. You know, I'd I'd gone through, um, my ex-wife Sue had decided we should part ways and I felt, um, I felt like everything I'd done in some way was a waste and, uh, needed to be removed. So I did that. But, um, we can never really remove the experiences and we're not there, but each experience brings us to the where we are now. So, Anyway, we're at 35 minutes now. (laughs) Okay, so let's call this the introduction to, or the reintroduction to. My purpose of recording this was to start the daily selected readings, but I think this is good. It it really is... uh, What's that expression? Cathartis, cathartis, cathartic. There are some experiences in our lives where we... um, just by talking. Let me have a quick look on my phone to re- where I'm going to. Cathartic. Okay, here it is. Adjective. Cathartic. Adjective. Providing psychological relief through the open expression of strong ex- strong emotions, causing catharsis. Origin 17th century medical use via late Latin from Greek. From Greek, cathartikos, from catharsis, cleansing. Interesting, okay. So this cleansing, catharsis. Let me look that word up. save this in wikipedia and i have a wikipedia account i support wikipedia financially uh, because i use their products and services every single day um, and i'd encourage you to uh, one little bit of advertising not really advertising but the point is i would definitely encourage you to support wikipedia catharsis from greek catharsis meaning purification or cleansing or clarification is the purification and purgation of emotions through dramatic art or it may be any extreme emotional state that results in renewal and restoration. Interesting here it says in psychology the term is associated with Freudian psychoanalysis and specifically relates to the expression of buried trauma, bringing it into consciousness and thereby releasing it permanently. However, there is considerable debate as to its therapeutic usefulness. Anyway, there you see, there we go. I was going to say that also supports uh, what I was saying earlier about this deconstruction and this separation of all the little things um in the beginning in the greeks they had it simply as purification cleansing or clarification but as you go down the list from top to bottom you see in psychology every little behavior has now got a label or name and can be treated by maybe a psychoanalytical professional or something like that and um but the Greeks knew about it. Anyway, so reading all these things aloud like cleanses all that backlog inside of me of uh, all those things that I've wanted to accomplish and haven't yet accomplished. So i am been a photographer always now Studying in some sort of business relationship to bring in a living through my blessing or gift. Like Peter was a fisherman. I'm a photographer and historian, journalist sort of thing and capture stories through audiovisual and uh, and then podcasting and then encouraging and sharing. So we all have our sort of natural gifts and blessings. So the podcast is one of those forms of expression and the audience might be just myself and that's fine but if others benefit too as the last podcast that's wonderful too um so the photography thing is now at least coming to life this year and that goes through a couple of websites we have um Well, I have my own domain name, tonymaiden.com. I've had it for many years and I'm putting content out on that. And then I also have tonymaidenphotography.com but at the moment that should be pointing to tonymaiden.com. And tonymaiden.com is really the hub site of all these different initiatives and ideas. I Also have maidenlovedesign.com but I don't think I'm really using that at the moment. Um, Maybe that will point eventually to TonyMaiden.com at the moment. But the the thing is, we've got this hub site up. And on there is the photography, the video. Very much like it was before, the stories of life every day. And it's just who I am. And you can grab and eat what you want, consume what you want, or not. It's up to you. But I feel like I've done what I've been led to to do persistently led to do and so now um when I married Shannon we met later in 2019 we got married in 2020 i now feel safe to carry on do the things that the lord had seeded in me and, uh, and to continue in part doing the work that norman started and each of us is doing the same work not me exclusively we all have different burdens to bear, and uh, so reading aloud these, these letters is uh, important to me. And so that's why I'm outside this morning, outside of my house, uh, doing these recordings. At this time, although my daily work isn't necessarily important in the grand scheme of things, doing useful work with your hands. Um, The photo business I started in April is still going on and it will carry on on the side. And I will be returning to full-time work in the coming week or so. And uh, it'll be at an agency, temp agency. And I will be learning to make prosthetics. and orthotics to help people. I was thinking as I went to visit there an interview with them last week, how profound somehow, how um, each prosthetic is custom-made to water for the person to whom it will go. And uh, that person has lost a limb, or many limbs. And so the prosthetics I learned to make will be helping somebody have mobility in their life and give them confidence that losing a limb isn't the end of their life. And so that will give me cause to pray and ask for blessings upon the person whom wears the prosthetic I have made. So this feels like meaningful work with my hands. My father was a carpenter and uh, worked with his hands. Jesus was a carpenter. So... Uh, I feel like I'm following in my brother Jesus' footsteps and my father's footsteps. Anyway, I think that should be it. That sort of summarizes everything at this point. I'm sorry this has been so long. It wasn't my intention, but it was my intention when I went to bed last night, pressed by the Spirit to get on with these recordings and I could leave this out and not include it, and not include my backstory, but the story, our testimonies and stories are, are useful and valuable to encourage ourselves as we share it. And then to encourage ourselves again when we rehear what we've just shared. And the world is full of good media today. But I like these, these stories, my own stories, that that I like listening to them again. And I feel so vulnerable when I'm sharing them that um, I feel like, oh, somebody won't like this or somebody won't like that or whatever. But they're my experiences, my story. Or as we call it, they're my story, but they're his story. His story. His story as tony maiden in his form i am i am i am christ in my form christ in my tony maiden form i'm not the christ i'm not the historical jesus but his spirit lives in me as me through me and each day as norman would say he didn't say that necessary but he did tag a line adventures in adversity, or adventure in adversity, but um, the spirit. Lord, I thank you for this time, this morning out here. I thank you for this catharsis, this cathartic, this me sharing the backstory of why I'm doing all these recordings. I thank you, Lord, for this morning. I thank you that your story has been shared through me. I thank you that I'm carrying on the work you've given me to do to carry on these recordings and to put them out there on the Sound Spirit Radio uh, podcast. And uh, I'm just so grateful, Lord. I'm grateful for your love, your unbounding love for me, and your vast grace of uh, an ease of life, even in the seeming, and they use that word a lot now, or seeming, because it's, sometimes we have this habit of judging things at face value, but, uh, i'm often reminded that we're as norman would also say we're not we're not see at us we're see through us we're not look at us we are look through us we're people who look through to god's greater purposes in each and every circumstance so i look through to god's final purposes all things work together for good even when maybe in the instant they don't seem like they're good especially at the time when you're suffering with uh, feeling a sense of loss or loneliness or whatever the sense is you're grieving perhaps as one of our colleagues Torben Sondergaard is currently in detention in jail in Florida Um, for he does not know why but the Lord has a purpose for his current situation and our opportunity is to encourage one another to look through to God's purposes within our circumstances Christ said we will suffer with him I've had my share of suffering I'm sure there's suffering to come but I don't look for it but it just is so anyway Lord I thank you for this time I do spare a thought and think about all those who are suffering at this time. My uh, mother is suffering physically with pain in her groin. And her partner, Jim, has liver cancer, diagnosed by humans, Lord, but you're greater than all of these things. And so I ask that your will be done in all of these circumstances. And I thank you for these tools and I thank you for this moment in time and we all said amen